send their kids back to school this fall amid the coronavirus pandemic. Some school districts have already announced they won't reopen or will reopen on a modified hybrid schedule that combines online learning with in-classroom teaching. Dr. Scott Atlas reminds parents. The risk to children from uh, this disease for fatality is nearly zero. I never hear anyone talk about the harms of closing schools. The harms are against the children. Anyone who prioritizes children would open the school. This is a level of hysteria like this is something I feel like I'm living in a Kafka novel here. Vice President Mike Pence in Louisiana visiting with the governor there as coronavirus cases in the state continue to increase. This is USA Radio News. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 406 0046. 800 406 0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Three presidential debates are set to happen this fall, and according to a new Rasmussen poll, only 54% of likely voters believe Joe Biden is capable of debating President Trump. 36% disagree and say that he's not capable of a debate. The poll also finds that 56% of voters say debates this fall are very important. After days of searching, what's believed to be a Hollywood actress's body is found in California. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes has more on the story. Authorities say a body found in a Southern California lake is likely that of missing actress Naya Rivera. The Ventura County Sheriff's Office making the assessment based on the victim's clothing, physical characteristics, and where the body was located. The department adding there were no indications of foul play or suicide. She disappeared over the weekend after having a problem while boating on that lake with her son. You're listening to USA Radio News. Clean & Go Hand Wash is an eco-friendly hand car wash and detailing service based in Las Vegas. Our crew members are all trained and fully equipped with the supplies needed to deliver the best results. Our products are eco-friendly and interior products are all organic. We use less than a gallon of water with absolutely zero waste. Our goal is to provide our customers with the friendliest, most convenient hand car wash experience possible. Call 702-472-4571 to book your appointment today. Experience the true taste from the Caribbean islands here in Las Vegas. Jerk Debt is the newest Caribbean-American cuisine that just landed in Las Vegas and is located on the east side at 4734 East Flamingo at Boulder Highway. Jerk Debt is the true definition of Jamaican hospitality. The chef, who is also the owner, is there to greet you and suggest some of his specialties like a jerk chicken or Jamaican oxtail. Open seven days a week. Call 702-474-0360 to place your order or come on down to the east side at 4734 East Flamingo Road. 
At Viva La Vapor, our philosophy is to give consumers more than what they pay for with exceptional customer service and a great selection on coils, juice, and hardware. We have juice specials. Buy 100 milligrams of juice and get 150% off. We're also offering curbside service. Call to order or schedule a pickup at 702-990-1078. Located at 320 East Charleston Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89104. On Charleston Boulevard between Casino Center and 4th Street. Visit us online at vivalavapor.com. That's vivalavapor.com. Get ready for the best therapy of your life. Axe Monkeys brings you their newest creation, the Rage Room. Bring your own items to destroy or let the Rage Room provide it for you. All safety gear is included, so you just need to show up and rage. Come experience Las Vegas' first ever Smash Therapy Room. Come rage your troubles away seven days a week, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Find out more online at axemonkeys.com. That's axemonkeys.com. Come smash your troubles away at the Rage Room. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Hello, hello, and welcome to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHB Las Vegas. The Vegas Voice brought to you by The Vegas Voice magazine. It's the free monthly magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Hi, everybody. John, the announcer here. And oh, yeah, do we got a cool show on tap. Up first, she's an Emmy Award-winning producer and an Emmy-nominated actress. She's also one of our favorite guests. Kira Reed-Lorsch is here. Then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to change it up a bit and talk about kids and school and social distancing, etc. with Greta Eskridge. But first, we bring on the host. Here is comic impressionist Rich Natoli. Hey, my name is Bob Hope. How about that Kara Reed Lorsch? Isn't she something <laughs> that I want to tell you? Hey, yeah, one of our favorite guests, Kara. We love oh, Kara. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she's got, got so much stuff uh, going on. She's busy all the time. Kara, hi. Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks, thanks for coming back on. You guys are my favorite. It's so easy and fun, and I love Las Vegas, and I love that we can just talk about whatever we want. Isn't that something? Do you come to Vegas a lot? You know, I haven't since the whole closure, but I yeah. hear you're back open. Is Are you still back open? Because California now is closing back down. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. I don't. I think we're still open, right? Well, uh, the, the, ca- the casinos are. Uh, the bars mm-hmm. have been closed, like the bars in the casinos, the mm-hmm. the, the little the, bo- the the bars and nightclubs. Those have been closed, but the casinos themselves are open. You can't mm-hmm. go to church, but you can go to the casino. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What is wrong with this picture? Uh, what's wrong with this picture? I don't know. That's so weird. But um, so now, but you now you you had done a while back. You did, didn't you? Do a movie that was? Did you film some stuff here? I shot a movie years ago in, in 2001 called um, Forbidden Highway, where we shot on the way to Vegas in Victorville and Baker, <laughs> and then we shot at the Tropicana. We, t- we actually shot in the real casino. Um, so that's years ago. And then I was supposed to shoot a movie at the end of May, um, third floor. You yeah, know, that's the one I was Ryan, thinking of. Yeah. Who we talked to the last time I was on the show, she joined us. And now it's pushed till we, we're hoping for October um, to be able to do it safely, do the guidelines, have everyone schedule now, re- re- rearrange, and everybody get to Vegas. But if all goes well, we'll be shooting third floor in Las Vegas in October. Now, when you shoot, when you shoot a film like that here, how long, how long will you shoot? Uh, how long does it take? Like a, is that about a month of shooting? or? 
you know what? It's a low-budget horror movie. We'll get the whole thing done within two weeks. Oh, that's good. And it's yeah. All, yeah, and it's also, we have um, other locations. We have a Los Angeles location. We have uh, a road stop location that we may shoot on the way to Vegas. So not everything is in Vegas, but we'll be in Vegas for a good week. So we'll all have to get together, hopefully... By that time, you know, we'll be able to gather in groups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have, have a actually nice see people in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all yeah. we're all recluses now. So uh, I've learned to smile with my eyes when I wear my mask <laughs> out in the world, you know. Yeah, there's something but there there there's something sexy about the mask wearing going on though, don't you think? I mean if you if we it's were like a masquerade ball, like you're not yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You feel a little bit like you could get away with something because you're hiding. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, think about it. Okay, if if we were like in, a, let's say we were we were a Michael J. Fox Back to the Future kind of a thing mm-hmm. going on, and so, let's say Kira, let's say you and I went Back to the Future, and so we were in, let's say we were in 1985, and now we went up to the future, which is now. And we get uh-huh. out. We get out of the capsule, and we're looking around, and all these people are wearing masks. I mean, wouldn't that freak you out? We go, why are these people all wearing surgical masks? What's going on? Right, you know, totally. It's it, it becomes a really creepy thing when we're not yeah. used to it. But I just actually had a, a workman come over to to my house. I just got a, a new car, and he has to program the gate to make my car work. All this yeah. stuff. But it's like it's so. It's after four months of this. It's like okay. The guy is here. I'm going to put on my mask. I go out. He's wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. I wash my hands. You know, just now it's not as creepy because we're used to it. But if I got out of a time capsule, like the first couple, the first couple, the first month of this, I was scared to leave my house. Yeah. Just because it felt like the zombie apocalypse with people, you know, nervous and running around with masks and gloves to go to the grocery store and hoarding everything. And oh. like it just felt apocalyptic. And I'm so glad at least we're out of that fear and panic stage and we're more in the, like, managing stages, you know? Yeah. So it's not... It's not so crazy, but that but that's that's almost creepy in itself that people are getting used to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you know, I right? Agree. <laughs> I do not want this to go on forever. No, it'll it'll pass. Yeah. I mean, all these things in, in the like future. Does. Yeah, it, it will Nothing pass. Nothing is in time. permanent. If you're just tuning in, folks, we're talking to uh, Emmy uh, Emmy Award winning producer um, and actress Kira Reed Lorsch joining us this morning and. Uh, she got so many things going on. Now, you have... Yes. There's a Christmas movie that you're nominated for a Family Film Award, right? Yes, I may be adding more awards to my mantle, which is really cool. <laughs> Who would have thought, you know, Playboy TV host turned, you know... <laughs> in, That's in, right, in yeah. the action, you know, R-rated movie person, horror film star would be um, nominated for a family film award but it just goes to show that why can't you do everything yep. well you can you, you can know? now uh-huh. now wait now wait because you, you brought the you brought the playboy thing up so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh-huh. just take you back in time for uh-huh. a second so uh-huh. we, we people always wondered what was you hefner like because you knew him right he was just the most lovely man i mean to me i didn't know him too intimately you know my he, i went to the parties and and I honored him for the Athelian's Award, so got to present him with an award. Um, his daughter, Christy Hefner, signed my checks for 12 years because I started off as a model, then I did some movies, then I hosted Sexetera. I went on to um, write and produce for Sexetera for 
almost 10 years, and then they gave me other shows to do. I was the, the writer and producer for Naked Happy Girls San Francisco, which was all about female empowerment, and we had women of all shapes and sizes and colors telling their own story. And then I did um, what Christie's favorite show was, 69 Sexy Things to Do Before You Die. I was the supervising producer and writer for that and helped develop that show into TV for two, things that cu- couples could do together but also teach them how to do it. Like if you want to go to Las Vegas and have a really fun, sexy weekend, you, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. So we, it was like a how-to have a, have a sexy, fun love life with your significant other. <laughs> a so little, a little checklist. A little checklist. But also, we have to remember what a great man Hugh Hefner was. The first time I ever even heard of him, I was a theater, film, and television major at UCLA. I'm, I'm 18 years old, and he, he gave a million dollars to film preservation at UCLA. Wow. And, and way before that, he was a human rights advocate. He was a civil rights advocate. When people wouldn't allow black people to be on their sh- on their television shows, he said, "Well, I'm going to do it. Try to stop me." Yeah. So he he really was a pioneer in civil rights, and I think especially in this time of Black Lives Matter, he was one of our champions and our heroes. Yeah, people don't know that. I don't think they really know that, right, about him. I think people, some people do who know, but there's also 90% of the people just think, oh, he's, you know, he, he's a pornographer and he's this or whatever, you know. But he wasn't, he was not a pornographer. I mean, Playboy was the, Playboy was the most tasteful magazine, very tasteful. Of course, but everybody, I'm just saying, everybody has their different definitions of what that is. So I I should, I shouldn't say 90%. I would say like one spectrum would be like, oh yeah, they know how great of a guy he is. The other side would be like, oh, he's so horrible. And in the middle is just like, you know, he was a fun guy who did great things and threw wonderful parties. And let me tell you, there was no Me Too nonsense going on at Playboy. The yeah. women were the stars. Right. The women, ruled, you know, ruled the roost. You had to, they had to treat you like a queen to make sure you were comfortable being in this sort of environment with sexy things going on. Well, I was, was never no in, I was never invited to those yeah. parties. What? <laughs> now, <laughs> well, you're not a hot. But kid. no, but no, but here's the thing. In the early uh-huh. 80s though, Kira, uh-huh. I did stand uh-huh. I did stand up uh-huh. in many mm-hmm. shows at the Playboy clubs. I played all the Playboy clubs. I was in the review show in 1981 mm-hmm. at the Century mm-hmm. City Playboy Club. Hugh Hefner so would you come were part in. Part of the Playboys. Yeah, family. I was part of it, yeah. but I never got invited. I all the celebrities. I mean, John Voight would come in and, and to the Playboy mm-hmm. Club in Century City, and you know uh, Tony Danza. All these people would come in and you'd see the mm-hmm. celebrities in the audience as I was working mm-hmm. and stuff. But I never got invited. <laughs> I'm well, so hurt. Too late even now. To this day. <laughs> but there's there's still Playboy Club. I had I threw a great party for my friend Donna Spangler at the Playboy Club London when we were shooting our witches movie over there. Playboy's just still so 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 welcoming and it's it's a worldwide brand that isn't ever going to go away even if you know the hef's gone and the mansion's gone but it it will live on. And um Yeah, now the parties when Donna, you Donna by the way, yeah. Donna who was in the witches movie with me that's coming out for Halloween at mm-hmm. Amityville Witches. Mm-hmm. She's also one of the producers of This Is Our Christmas, which is, we got on a tangent, but, but which is what we're nominated for for Family Film Awards. We're nominated for Best Television Film. It's me, Donna, 
Spangler, Vincent DePaul, and then Christian DeFelita, who directed the movie as well. I'm in it for five seconds, but I was mostly just a producer. But I'm glad it's being being honored, and I hope you guys can come out October 6th for the Family Film Awards at the Universal Hilton. Look, that's amazing. I, I mean, that's amazing. Congratulations on that, because there. You, you. How many how many awards do you have? Because you have you have I'm Emmy, right? I have two Emmys as a producer for the Bay the series, which was really fun, and I also got to play Joe Connors on the Bay the series. You can you can you can watch all my episodes so far on um, Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch them yeah. for free, which is great. Um, season three, I had a really great storyline where I'm dating, I'm, I, I'm like having an affair with the lead woman's husband who's a bad guy, and I'm, I'm lying on the witness stand, and I break <laughs> down, and I cry, and like, I'm the evil vixen, plus I had to have some really good acting chops, so I've never even been on a soap opera before. I'm surprised anybody even would n- know me well enough to get nominated, but it was Gregory Martin and Wendy Rich and Christos Andros really believed in me and wrote and made sure that I got a really good um, storyline. And so I'm, I'm grateful that I got to do all that and be recognized. I was like, really? I couldn't believe it. A, an actress Emmy? Because I'm up against all the people from Days of Our Lives and Bold. Yeah. You know, all, you know, people that have been on all those shows. Um, and then little old me. <laughs> but it, uh-huh. But I had a great time and um, that's you know, so amazing. That's yeah. so amazing. But we're, we're talking to the uh, the amazing Kira Reedlore. She is a, a, a Emmy award winning producer, actress. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're going to take a quick break. We got to sell some stuff here. We'll be right back. Oh yeah, folks, keep it right here. You're tuned to the Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHB. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Stick around. Rich, Kira, and I return. Following these brief messages. Coronado Heights Senior Living is a premier state of the art assisted living and memory care located in Las Vegas, Nevada, offering a variety of services from excellent care, modern amenities, and a fine dining experience your loved one will enjoy on a daily basis. Contact Coronado Heights Senior Living today at 725-200-3300 for a complimentary luncheon tour. Discover what makes Coronado the best in assisted living and memory care. Vegas never sleeps, but you knew that already because you live here. This is Stephen Maggi, host of Vegas Never Sleeps. Join me each Saturday at 2 in the afternoon on KSHP 1400. Vegas Never Sleeps features the unique approach of in-depth conversations, bringing the timeless excitement of Las Vegas to the world. So remember, join me each Saturday at 2 in the afternoon on KSHP 1400 for Vegas Never Sleeps. Welcome back to the Vegas Voice. Now, here again, the host, comic impressionist, Rich Natoli. We are back. We're joined by uh, uh, Emmy Award-winning uh, actress, producer, Kira Reed-Lorsch this morning. Um, she has a, a, a Christmas movie called This Is Our Christmas, which is nominated for a, f- a Family Film Award. So that movie is yeah. going to be exciting to see. Now, um, when you when you win an Emmy Award, though, okay, they give you the award, but is that that's not the actual award they they send you another one they don't let you go home with that one right because it doesn't have the plaque on it right 
If you're winning as a producer, there's one award for the entire producing team, that, which says the name of the show. And then if you're a producer who's part of the, the who's nominated, you know, as, an M, as, a, as a producer separately, you get yours in the mail later. So that's what, you know, we get to hold it and take a picture with the group one. And then, you know, two months later from New York with your name engraved comes the real, they're really heavy. They're yeah. even heavier than the Oscars because I've held the Oscar, which is you know, you know, the next award on my list. But <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and I think you could do but, it. But I then, think you could get one then. of those. Well, the good news is with awards, it's not like there's a time frame. You can win an award or get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame or the Vegas Walk of Fame or whatever. You know, when you're ninety. Well, that's it's right. Not that, like, oh, that, by forty-five or by you know twenty-two, or the, there's no limit. You might do your best work down the road. Who knows? As long as we're still here and keep going. Right. And that's the amazing thing about show business. Whether you're a uh, comedian or an actor or director or producer, actress, whatever mm-hmm. you are, there is no expiration date. You can do this until that's you're... That's a good you're, way to put it. Yeah, mm-hmm. until you don't want to do it anymore, you know? Yeah. And and I, I just, you know, I just got... A, one of the things that's the opposite of the This Is Our Christmas Family Film Awards is a movie called Beckman that's coming out mm-hmm. it comes out september 22nd we thought it was going to get a theatrical um possibility but with the way things are it doesn't look like that but we've got a big distribution major you know um company behind it so but i play a human trafficking assassin <laughs> who by, by night and by day i'm a soccer mom book club mom <laughs> tea party person it's kind of like you know mr and mrs smith yeah kind yeah, of yeah. like angelina jolie's role like she's a nice <laughs> yeah. she's the nice neighbor who's also the assassin <laughs> so, yeah and, and and at at you know i'm in my 40s now and i had to do a lot of action stunts and at first i was like oh my god can i still do this i haven't done this in a while like i've got to ha- i have to fight men i've got to do action driving you know stunt driving i've got i've got to like be shot and fall i've got to <laughs> be stabbed and fall i've got to be i've got to i've got to I, I get in a fight with the lead guy david ar white like a knife fight and a rock fight. And, and I'm like, well, if I can still do it in my 40s, you know, that's pretty good. Sure. I want to see you in one of these Marvel movies. <laughs> that would be fun. Aren't well, those so I, hot I, right I, now? I those movies are hot. I yeah. play Aquaman's mom or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look too young to play Aquaman's mom, but you could play well, a, like Nicole, a sister. Nicole Kidman did it, and she looks amazing. But yeah, you look you she's look amazing, so you could do it. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I would love to do that because I really love the action stuff. So, and that's my love—the action and the thriller and all of that. It's it's fun to do the the family films, but um, you know that that was more. You know, my friend was doing a movie and I was helping out, and I play Mrs. Um, whoever I am who's getting pies, <laughs> who yeah. orders pies. Uh, uh, I'm the yeah. I'm the obnoxious woman whose pies are running late. You know. But, like, to me, that's not a very exciting role. Yeah. It's a very exciting role to be a, a hit woman, 
by day, book club mom, you know. Some of these, some of these action, some of these action movies can be a little bit scary. You know, Rob Schneider told a story that he was doing mm-hmm. that. He was doing the, I think it was Demolition Man was the movie with Stallone, uh, uh-huh. and he was on. Uh-huh. There was a scene when he was yeah, on the yeah. ba- he was on the back of the motorcycle, and they were going to ride through this bunch of fire, and so that uh-huh. they come over and they're putting all this stuff, all this liquid stuff, all over Stallone, and he's on the back of the motorcycle right. with Stallone, and, and he goes, well, "What's that stuff they're putting on you?" And Stallone goes. That's uh, that's fire retardant, and he says. <laughs> yeah. And so he says. I said to the director, "Hey, can I get some of that uh, fire retardant?" And the director goes, "Nah, you'll be all right." <laughs> God, it's crazy. So it's well, like you know. I, yeah. Well, the first time I did an action movie, like where I had to shoot guns and everything, I yeah. had to go through 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 training and weapons training, and um, you know Vernon Wells, he was in you know Warriors. The, you know, all those Road Warrior movies and stuff, the original one with Mel Gibson, he's the mm-hmm. bad guy. I played his girlfriend in this movie called Warriors of the Apocalypse. And I'm reading this going, her name's Shanna. Shanna's on the back, on the front of the tank with an AK-47 <laughs> shooting as they come around the corner. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can someone teach me how to do this? Because we'll be moving on a tank and I have to shoot a gun. Of course, they're blanks, but still, there's. It's, it's, it's really you really feel the pull of the gun. Well, yeah. Second of all, we're moving. Third of all, I'm in this crazy, like you know, apocalyptic, you know, GI Jane, you know, tiny little outfit. Right, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, teetering. Like, how am I going to do this? And they're like, oh well, we'll teach you how to shoot the gun, and then we'll strap you in. Well, so there, like there's so much. In, yeah, there's so much until you know. Years ago, w- the way I got my SAG card is I I was I did a, a thing on the soap opera Capital years ago. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, CBS. I remember. And there was a there. Were, I was playing a prisoner on there, and and one of the, the guys that was playing the guard, he shot the gun when he wasn't supposed to, and mm-hmm. it was by my ear. Oh, and God, it, it, yeah. it, my ear was ringing for like weeks. And so, I, I mean, I had to go to the doctor and everything. So it was like, it's very dangerous if the director's not really paying attention to all the safety features going on on the and set have, when there's you firearms. You have to have a, a, yeah, a firearm specialist, a, a weapons instructor, and, you know, all the safety people there. Just like the Act of Desperation movie I did. I was bummed because I could, I could tell. Everyone's like, I couldn't tell because I know. But I, I, the Act of Desperation movie, I'm jumping off the bridge. Mm-hmm. And we had a whole stunt coordinating team. I was totally strapped in. But there's a real freeway under me. And I'm on an overpass in Los Angeles on location. Mm. So it's a great shot. But it's like, and, and we put me so it looks like I'm standing on the ledge, but really I'm standing on a box behind the ledge Yeah. by a few feet. So if I fell, I wouldn't fall into the freeway. But I was still strapped in, you know. Yeah. I'm like, do we really have to have the straps? Because I don't like it. It makes me look fat. <laughs> because, because it was all bulky. Yeah, there's so much. In, there's so much entailed, especially when you when it's outside with car scenes and guns and all that. You know, mm-hmm. at one time, mm-hmm. Kira Reed Lorsch, um, actress, a producer, Emmy Award winner. We, uh, now, your movie comes out. The Christmas movie comes out. Do you know uh, what date that is? Or the Christmas movie already came out. It came out last year, which is why we're nominated. Okay, so um, for a family film award, so it's already out. This is our Christmas, but it'll run all. It, it's running Christmas in July, I believe, on Up TV. It's available at Walmart. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, so it's everywhere. This is our Christmas. Don't buy it if you want to see me. But it's a fun Christmas movie if you have kids. It's very family friendly. It's perfect. 
Right. And so what you have a website you want to plug or uh, anything? Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I have my, well, it's com, and you can get to everything from there. So it's just my name.com. But I have, which is, I'm announcing with you, I have a brand new Facebook fan page because, you know, you run out of friends that you can have. Mm-hmm. And so my friend Angelique DeVries, who um, runs a lot of, um, um, other, she's very good at this. She's friends with Ron Moss and Devin DeVasquez, you know, Ron Moss from The Bold and the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I met her when I went and got my award in Amsterdam. She lives in the Netherlands. So she said, um, would you like me to help you with your, your page? Because she said, you have, you have 6,000 people or something on your page, but you haven't updated it in a long time. I said, because I just don't have time. She goes, well, I'll do it. And now we have 11,000 people in just a few weeks, and she posts almost daily. So if you go to Kira Reed Lorsch Fans on Facebook, and I interact on the page too, I just, you know, um, she runs it for me. So thank you, Angelique, and I have a, a fabulous new Facebook fan page. There you go, right. Kira Reed Lorsch. Hey, thank you so much for being on again today. Thanks for having me, guys. So anytime you want to come you. back on, anytime. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Kara. Take care. Kara Reed Lore. She's so nice, isn't she, John? Oh, yeah. One of our favorites. Direct from the Vegas Voice Radio Studio, it's the Vegas Voice Scams, Schemes, and Senior Safety. Everything you need to know to avoid becoming a target of elder scams. Now, here's your host, the publisher of The Vegas Voice, Dan Roberts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another segment of Scam, Schemes, and Senior Safety. I'm Dan Roberts, and our Vegas Voice goal is to inform you of all the bad stuff that surrounds our lives when we answer the telephone or reply to emails. I'm doing everything to protect myself and my loved ones from the coronavirus. And I hope you are too. But while you're protecting yourself, the bad guys are out there with their latest scams and schemes. And their scams are everywhere regarding the pandemic. From fake medical test kits to receiving that federal stimulus check. Be prepared for a number of future unsolicited telephone calls and emails. All playing on your fears. We'll have specific details in future segments, but every, and I mean every, upcoming scam and scheme can be stopped if you use a little common sense and think. Some person on the phone discussing the coronavirus? Ask yourself these three simple questions. One, who is the message from? Does that person properly identify himself or herself? Check your caller ID, or better yet, Ask for the phone number so you can call them back. If need be, tell them that your grandchild is crying, or the dog has to go out, or any excuse you can come up with. If the person doesn't want you to hang up or won't give you a phone number, it's a scam. End of story. Two, what do they want? No matter how good it sounds or how well-intentioned it may be, Always remember our Vegas Voice Scams number one rule and rules two, three, four, and five. Never, never, never give him or her money. Never, never, never. And that goes double for personal information. 
Under no circumstance do you disclose your bank account number, your social security number, or even your date of birth. Ever, ever, ever. And finally, point number three. What evidence supports their message? Can you fact check what is being claimed? Talk to someone, a neighbor, a friend, or a family member to either verify or debunk what you are being told. And for the love of God, please don't tell me it has to be true since you read it on the internet. By the way, if that caller urges or pressures you to do what he wants now, it's a scam. Always, always, always. So once again, what should you do when you get that email or telephone call? The answer is easy. Delete that email and if by telephone, hang up the phone, hang up the phone and hang up the phone. We'll have more scams in future segments. Until then, this is Dan Roberts for Vegas Voice Scam Schemes and Senior Safety. Hoping that everyone stays safe, be smart, and to always slam those scams. Welcome back to the Vegas Voice. Now, here again, the host, comic impressionist, Rich Natoli. We are back, and we are joined uh, right now with an, uh, an author, and she's going to talk about... Uh, you know, all the stuff going on with the social distancing, John, and the, the schools and the kids and, yeah, you know, school lot, closures, lot all that stuff. Uh, Greta Eskridge is joining us right now. Hi, Greta. Hi. How are you? Thanks for being on. Oh, I'm so glad. It's my first time on the radio. I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, it's ours, too. So now that makes two of okay, us. Well, yeah, <laughs> we don't know what together. we're doing. We have no idea what we're doing, Greta. So you're, it's we an want, adventure. <laughs> it's all, listen, nowadays everything's an adventure, isn't it? That's right. So now you have, that's your book. Now you have Adventuring Together, right, is the title of your book? That's correct. And they can get that on today. Amazon. They can get it on Amazon, right? Yes, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all over the place. And so tell us about the book, and, and tell us about how you, you came to write it and so forth. Well, I, I really came to write the book because I have four kids, and I love being with them. But as you can imagine, having four kids that are little, and they're all home with me because I homeschool, um, back in the early years, I was going a little stir crazy sometimes because, you know, four kids is a lot when you're stuck inside. And um, I thought, how can I connect with my kids in a way that fills them up and fills me up? And I'm not distracted by, you know, picking up toys and sweeping up crumbs and making snacks and all the things that filled my life as a young mom. And so I thought, we need to get outside. We need to go on adventures. We need to do new things together to connect and to sort of get off of autopilot and that's really why I started living this life with my kids and now here I am 10 years later with teenagers and we're still doing the same thing and I think that the way I felt as a new mom is kind of how a lot of us are feeling now in the midst of this pandemic we're in autopilot we feel stuck and it's like Groundhog's Day, right? Yeah, it is. Now, you, you homeschooled your kids the whole time until they're, till now? Yes. I, I was a, um, You're a so public brave. high school wow. teacher. 
<laughs> well, I was a public high school teacher and uh, for five years as a in my early twenties. So I think that's even braver than yeah. homeschooling. <laughs> um, but I loved it. I loved teaching those kids, and I love teaching my own kids. And that's really why I decided to homeschool because, well, I was homeschooled myself, and I loved that. And I I wanted to be able to have that same experience with my own kids. So when I started having babies, I left uh, the public school system and started doing school at home so now when you were in high school teacher they didn't they didn't put glue on your seat or anything like that <laughs> i mean um, you know i know high school kids really well you know yeah. my, my 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 daughter just graduated high school so <laughs> did they do there were some um, there were some rough moments i'm not gonna lie my first year of teaching i was like 22 and i was just figuring it out and um I had one class that my my mantra was, um, don't yell at them and don't let them see you cry. But by the end of the year, we were friends. So um, I survived, and then I did it for uh, several more years. (laughs) Yeah, because now, because isn't it, isn't it, it's a little scary now because, you know, when I was in school, I mean, you know, high school PE coaches would hit you. They would paddle kids if they were out of line and stuff. And that was acceptable at that time. And the kids didn't get out of line after that. But so nowadays, you know, you, you have to toe a much stricter line, correct? Yeah, there's definitely no paddling going on. Yeah, no, 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 none of that, right. <laughs> but but I really did learn that, that by, you know, I mean, of course I had to learn how to manage my classroom and, and um, have a classroom um, that wasn't chaotic, but that really came from connecting with my kids and, and building a relationship with them. So just being, um, creating those, like, even adventures in my classroom where we were uh, building a relationship, that that really helped me create a classroom that wasn't out of control. And, and it took time and it took effort, but um, but but it happened and i think that's because i genuinely wanted to have um a connection with them yeah and i think i think uh I think that once you establish that it's gonna yeah it's gonna smooth out any rough patches that could have been there right right and um you know even the the times that it was rough i always say it'll make a great story later and um there are great stories from the times that i had you know classes that were difficult and and even uh, that's a chapter in my book where i talk about if you have an adventure that goes wrong like you don't have to consider it lost you just say hey this is tough right now we might not even be having any fun but it's going to make a great story later and um that is one of the best parts about adventures that go wrong. <laughs> yeah, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to author uh, Greta Eskridge, and she's talking about uh, her new book called Adventuring Together, which you can pick up on at Barnes & Noble or Amazon. Do you have a website also, Greta, that you want to plug? Yes, it's, it's GretaEskridge.com, and you can find me there. I also hang out on Instagram a lot. If you're an Instagrammer, my um, handle is Ma and Pa Modern, um, or you can just look up Greta Eskridge, and I'm on Instagram, and I love meeting people there. Yeah, and so now, um, how do you feel about what's going on now? We, we've got these schools that that are closed basically now. Um, as a teacher or a former teacher, is that a good idea, or should they? We just kind of work through that. What do you think? 
gosh, it's so hard to say. I, I mean, I consider myself really fortunate because I was already homeschooling and I wasn't thrust into it like so many people have been this year. Um, I'm hearing from lots and lots of parents who want to know, well, how do I homeschool or should I homeschool next year? Or, you know, they're unsure about what their school is going to do and what their school district is going to do. And even if the school districts decide to go back, then they're worried, do I go ahead and put my kid in? Or like in, in Los Angeles, where I live, they decided that they'll do distance learning. So um, I don't think there's an easy, there's just, there's no easy answer or a pat answer for any family. I think you have to weigh, um, first of all, what's best for your kid. And um, the the key is really, like I said earlier, to to avoid feeling like you're just stuck and in on autopilot, like head down, not looking around and, and enjoying life, because that's where a lot of us are at. And um, whether you send your kids to school next in the fall or you keep them home, that still has to be your purpose with your kids is to make sure that they don't feel and you don't feel just stuck and like you can't thrive right now you're you're home are you do you live in nashville now no i live in um long beach california oh you're in long beach why i'm reading nashville on your bio there so were you from nashville originally no i think that the um my my publicist lives in nashville so that must have been there must have been a confusion in that part but i love traveling to nashville oh i was going to talk about country music i thought if you're from nashville i thought (laughs) (laughs) so now so you're in southern california now they just closed up they just closed up more stuff there though right they sure did thank goodness um they haven't closed our beaches yet we're grateful for that yeah, yeah. But you, you can't get a tattoo outdoors. I just read they, <laughs> they said that if you if you want to get your nails done or a haircut or a tattoo or piercing, and the the um the place that you visit can set up shop outdoors, you can do it. So you know, at least we've got that, right? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> and so now, uh, is this your first book? Was adventuring together your first book? It is. It's my first book. I've wanted to write a book since I was a little girl, and um, it, it took me to uh, 43 to be able to get it done. But it's my first book, and um, I've been writing for years. It just took me a while to get it all into one concise place. Yeah, so now are you interested in going out and giving speeches? You know, you could sell the yeah, book and I, give speeches and talk about uh, this whole thing? Yes. I actually already am a speaker, and up, up until February, I was traveling all around the country and um, and speaking at various events, but unfortunately, due to travel restrictions and yeah. uh, meeting people, I have had to do that online. I've had some webinars online, and um, I'm doing book promotion instead of face-to-face. We're doing it like with you on the radio, and we're adjusting. Yeah, uh, we're talking to Greta Eskridge. She's um, she's got her uh, website, which is GretaEskridge.com. Also, her book uh, "Adventuring Together" is available uh, on Barnes and Noble and also Amazon. We're talking about uh, you know homeschooling, kids, social distancing, all these great topics that are going on right now. We're going to take a quick break. We got more to talk about with Greta right after this. 
Oh, yeah. Folks, you're tuned to the Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Stick around. Greta, Rich, and I return right after this. Coronado Heights Senior Living is a premier state-of-the-art assisted living and memory care located in Las Vegas, Nevada, offering a variety of services from excellent care, modern amenities, and a fine dining experience your loved one will enjoy on a daily basis. Contact Coronado Heights Senior Living today at 725-200-3300 for a complimentary lunch and tour. Discover what makes Coronado the best in assisted living and memory care. Holy Gentle Giants dog food, Batman. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the Batman TV series. I was the caped crusader, and now I'm the canine crusader. After rescuing and feeding 15,500 dogs for 23 years, my wife and I created a natural, low-fat, heart-healthy, made-in-America dog food and special feeding and care program designed to help all dogs live amazingly longer, healthier, happier lives. Our dogs are living as long as 27 healthy, active years. Yours can too. That's twice their normal lifespan and triple for some breeds. Would you like your dog to live as long as 27 years and still be active and healthy? Gentle Giants Dog Food is complete nutrition for all dogs and puppies, all ages and sizes, and is different from other dog foods without the greasy coating and high fat content that can shorten your dog's life. Try our Gentle Giants life-enhancing dog food for the longer, healthier, happier life of your dog. Welcome back. This is the Vegas Voice. Now, here again, the host, comic impressionist, Rich Natoli. We are back. We're joined by uh, author Greta Eskridge, and her website is uh, GretaEskridge.com, and she has a, a brand new book that actually just came out today, John. You know, it goes wow, national that's cool. today. Yeah, it's called uh, Adventuring Together, where she talks about uh, all the all the social distancing, homeschooling, and all that stuff. Um, now, you... Do you, do you think this is going to go on very long, this this social distancing thing, or do you think we'll just get past that pretty quickly? Well, not quickly, but <laughs> we'll get past it eventually. Well, maybe it depends on what state you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, California, it seems like ours is stretching out a bit longer than than perhaps um, I don't know Wyoming or something. So, but you think once um, they have a once they have a, a vaccine, which I I hear I heard this morning, there's some some talk about maybe. Maybe having that by like uh, by the fall. So, um, if that's wow, the case, that would it would it would stop it pretty quick, right? Yeah, that's. Um, I, I haven't heard that yet. I know that there's lots of people working on it, and um, it's uh, that's something that a lot of people are are hanging on to because they're hoping that that will be the answer. Uh, I I'm not sure. It's just it's all so much unknown. There's definitely a lot of unknowns for yeah. all of us. Now your kids are teenagers. Where where are they? Where do they live now? They all California. Well, yes, we're we're all home. We I have 16, 14, uh, 12, and nine year old, and so they're all still home with me. And we're and my husband we're we're hanging out and trying to get out as much as we can in the midst of social distancing and quarantine and all that. Just still trying to get out and have fun and, and enjoy life, right? Right. Well, you know, my daughter's going into 
uh, college in the fall, Florida State. But see, they're even doing like a lot of online things too. Yeah. But they're they're the kids yeah. are all going to the school and the dorms and everything. But they're going to do a lot of on- online classes there too. So it's wow. it's really affecting everything. I mean, even the colleges, you know. It is for sure, and that's something that that again, I just I just always am hoping that parents can just and and even like your daughter who's in college that that any any of us that we can just say well we we don't want to have that feeling of of despair that comes from from being stuck that we can just step outside however it is whether we're doing it at home because we can't really get out very much and we're doing it through reading books or or learning new things together just getting out of our shaking up our regular routine it helps so much to avoid those feelings of discouragement and even depression that I think people are are feeling with, and not just adults, kids too, as we are not living life as normal. Yeah, because they can't. They, you know, a lot of people, you know, with their their jobs are not what they were, and things like that because a lot of stuff shut down you know so there's a there's a lot of that a lot of that kind of thing and plus not to mention but a strain on relationships in general like right i mean like marital relationships right and and actually you know when i when my book was coming out at first i was feeling discouraged because i thought wow my book's about adventuring and it's coming out in the middle of a pandemic where people can't go anywhere what how is this going to work but but you bring up such a good point that that right now many of us are are forced to face relationships with our family and the people we're we're together with a lot more than usual right now and really that's that is what my book is all about, about making connections. And my focus, of course, is with kids, but I think the concepts apply to even marital relationships and and what can you do to really strengthen your connection and, and strengthen your relationship, um, especially right now when you've got all this time to work on it. Well, people are forced to actually talk to each other. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's one of the... Exactly. That's one of the... Right, things. and that is something that I that I love to say is that I'm passionate about helping people connect in a disconnected world because I think under normal circumstances, we are really disconnected because we're busy and we have lots of distractions. But now many of our things that we've used to be busy and to distract us, they're stripped away. And so, like you said, we're forced to talk to each other and and it, it can be tough, but it also can be an amazing opportunity to really say, okay, let's make purposeful connections. Well, you, we just, you just said the title of your next book, How to Connect <laughs> in a Disconnected World. <laughs> well, thanks. Yes, I see yes, that. Really I see fun. that rising the charts on Amazon, right? <laughs> Oh, I love it. You better write that down. You you came up with that. I'm going to type it. I'm going to type it down right now. (laughs) Put it in the notes of my phone. Thank you. I love that. Hey, Greta, this is John, the announcer. I'm looking at your website. Uh, Great fun picture of you uh, playing with the kids, presumably your kids. Now, uh, down at the the bottom, a very uh, simple layout here. It says, do small things with great love. Is, is Is that Mother Teresa quote? And is, it is. is that an animating principle, uh, how, how you go about things? 
Yes, I love that quote, and I, I think it's so important um, for me personally to live by because because we live in a world that celebrates big and grandiose uh, gestures or adventures or um, experiences and and even like the things that we own. And, and I think it's so valuable to remember it doesn't have to be big to matter. And no one exemplified that more than Mother Teresa living out a life for others very simply but making a tremendous impact by loving and that's definitely how i want to live my life very nice and it comes through in everything you do i'm sure uh you know everything we do is important you know you you mentioned the homeschooling etc doing that with love uh, very important yeah it's it's so important the way we even I just noticed like when we go to the store right now and we feel we feel disconnected from each other because we're we're wearing masks and we can't see each other's smiles and it's it's so important to to make that small effort and to say to the the person that's you know on the same aisle in the grocery store with you or at the checkout counter say hi how are you how are you doing and make just that small effort to connect verbally and and a smile with your eyes and it it shows people you care about them, you you love them, even if you don't know them. And it really does make a difference in our day-to-day connections with the people we know the best, our family, and even with strangers that we're interacting with. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, uh, come Halloween, you think people will just be tired of wearing masks? (laughs) (laughs) By then, they'll go, I don't want to wear no mask for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) My kids are so hoping Halloween isn't canceled. It's there. They love Halloween, and they're like, "Well, we can do it because we'll wear a mask. It'll all be okay. We can do Halloween still." Well, you know, we'll I've been see. saying for I a long time so. that I've been saying for a long time that you know, bank rob. This is like a party for bank robbers. They're going, <laughs> "Wow, I can go rob a bank, and everybody's in a mask, so nobody's going to know who I am." <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, I haven't noticed bank robberies increasing. Maybe nobody's picked up on that idea yet. Ah, oh, just oh, gave oh, them the idea, thanks right? A lot. Well, it's full of great ideas. Yeah. So we're talking to uh, Greta Eskridge. Uh, her website, GretaEskridge.com. And her book is called Adventuring Together. You can pick up that book on at Barnes & Noble or Amazon. Um, and it's all about, you know, what's going on with the social distancing, the school, schools and kids and, and all, that, all that good stuff. So um, do, what, do you want to do another book? Would you do another book? Oh, yeah, I already have ideas for um, a couple more books. I just need to get, I I needed to have brain space to begin working on book two and maybe even book three. Who knows? We'll see. Now, how how long does um, it take? I already have a title, so. Yeah, you got the title. You got that title. So how long uh, does it take you to write a book uh, on the average? Did it take you to write this book, Adventuring Together? This book took me about six months to write from start to finish, uh, mm-hmm. which was, I'm not going to lie, mildly stressful. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, uh, I, I don't know if the next one will be faster because I, I know what I'm doing or if I'll get comfortable and be like, oh, it's not going to be that bad and I'll procrastinate. Hopefully not. But I'm, um, I definitely have several ideas in the works. Yeah, that's terrific. Now, your husband, does he write? What does he do? What kind of work? He's an artist, oh. and so he, he paints, 
In fact, I feel like we're we're pretty fortunate because both of us will stay up late at night to work. He will be working in his studio, which is in our garage, painting, and I'll be working on the computer. Wow, writing that's great! So late in the night. So what is he? Is he paint? Was it what kind of paintings does he do? He loves mid-century modern design, architecture, old cars, vintage signs like you have in Las Vegas, like you know on the old part of the strip. Oh. So that's his. That's what he loves, and his paintings are just really fun, bright colors. Like think about like Palm Springs, um, sort of that that vibe. In fact, he's had art in galleries in Palm Springs, um, and uh, that's that's really what he loves to paint. That's so cool. You know, John, I always loved the people that can paint. And oh yeah, do that art. I can't draw a circle. <laughs> and, and writing books. Was, uh, and writing know, books. I applaud somebody who can write write a book. Yeah. And 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 that's oh, thank you. That's really amazing. But you said you always wanted to write a book, right? I did. I grew up loving reading, and I spent so many hours reading books. In fact, I would, I, like I said, I was homeschooled, so I would try to do my schoolwork as fast as I could so I could read books. Now, and then I would just go sit in my treehouse and read. Now, any other educators in your family? My mother-in-law uh, just retired. She was an elementary school teacher for uh, about 20 years. And my brother-in-law is a uh, high school, no, I'm sorry, middle school science teacher. And my mom homeschooled my brother and I. So, yeah, we've got, I've got a lot of educators in my family. Wow. And what, city, what town was that when you grew up? I grew up in Fallbrook, California, which is a small town, um, sort of inland San Diego. Yeah. Lots of avocados. It's the avocado capital of the world. So I grew up, like I said, I, I hung out in my treehouse, which was in an avocado tree. Well, that's cool. And the, and the weather was really nice down there. Oh, yeah, it's great. A little cooler than in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we're yeah. we're frying right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. I bet. Come visit in October. Like it'll be better. <laughs> uh, yeah. My husband and I were just in Palm Springs this weekend. Yeah. And, um, they get hotter than it was us. 100 and, it was 117. <laughs> yeah, it's they get, uh, yeah. crazy. We don't get that hot. It was but crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 117. Wow, that's like that's like a rack. Yeah. A rack or it a rack. Was, it was intense. Yeah. It was. Greta Eskridge, is her website. The book is called Adventuring Together. Pick up that book, Adventuring Together. It comes out nationally today, Barnes & Noble or Amazon. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Greta. It was an absolute pleasure. I love talking with you both. Yeah, come back again, and uh, we'll, okay. plug your, we'll plug your next book. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sounds great. Greta thank Eskridge, you. take care. Have a beautiful day. Folks, you've been listening to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. Rich and I do this every Tuesday morning at 11, and we love it when you come by and say hello. We know there's a thousand things you could be doing, but the fact you've chosen to spend a little time with us, it means the world to us each and every time. So join us next Tuesday morning at 11 for more of this, The Vegas Voice. Vegas never sleeps, but you knew that already because you live here. 
This is Stephen Maggi, host of Vegas Never Sleeps. Join me each Saturday at 2 in the afternoon on KSHP 1400. Vegas Never Sleeps features the unique approach of in-depth conversations, bringing the timeless excitement of Las Vegas to the world. So remember, join me each Saturday at 2 in the afternoon on KSHP 1400 for Vegas Never Sleeps. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines and spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did famous radio shopping show weekdays on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The U.S. Senate will begin debate next week on a fifth coronavirus relief bill. That's according to Senate Majority Leader Mitch